Alright, Facebook friends. I almost forgot about my note. Here's an interesting paradox for you. What you lose, what you keep, you lose, and what you lose, you keep. Very interesting. Hi, again, I've been uh, teaching from the book Leaderships by John C. Maxwell, the number one leadership and management expert in the world. Hi, my name is Brave L. Dodd, and I'm coming to you from Jacksonville, Florida. And it's just been great. We've been talking about adding value. And I was able to uh, put the value cycle that was in the book on the feed there for you as a reference to kind of understand. It's kind of interesting. It starts at the top, belief and coverage. Well, I'll just show it to you again. Here it is. And it talked about belief encourages anticipation. Anticipation creates intention. Intention helps us prioritize our focus. And then our focus helps us see opportunity. Only when we see the opportunities are we able to take action on them. And when we do it, it inflames our passion to do more good. And that in turn fuels our belief. The cycle begins all over again. And this cycle, this is a circle that you definitely want to keep unbroken. So that was our lesson from yesterday. And it was great because that's what it's all about, adding value to others. That's why we're here, to help each other and not be lone rangers. So what's today's lesson about? Adding value, as much value as possible, as often as possible. And I've got a great story. I was reading it. I was fascinated. I said, you know what? I need to share this story with uh, my friends on Facebook because it's a very positive story. It only brings home the story. I'll just tell the short story I tell about myself in the giving process. Um, I talked about when I was young, I kind of experimented when I was in college. I used to work at McDonald's, and at the end of the uh, week, I'd always end up with, uh, after paying bills and stuff, about 2 or $3. And I started to experiment in the principles that God said, test me in this, and I will see if I don't open up the, uh, the doors of heaven and uh, shower things upon you. Well, I would always started giving away like a dollar and I noticed that on Monday I ended up with more than the dollar that I let uh, had given away and it with two. So then I started when I said like five or ten dollars, I started doing things like giving the five or ten away for a cause on Saturdays. You know, you go to to somewhere outside a store or something and there's someone standing there um but asking for the Salvation Army or something of that nature. And you just give that money away, knowing that's all you had. And for some reason, something would happen. I had forgotten I'd lent someone money or um, you've been selected for something, you got an extra $10. And it really honed in on the fact that be excited about giving because it always comes back whether you want to or not. So then it totally changes your perspective on giving because you give 
because people need it. And then you have faith that God will always take care of your needs, and that's nothing to worry about. Powerful principle. Powerful principle. Uh, so how does that relate to the cycle that we talked about? I talk about why am I here to help frustrated employees or burned out employees who want to live into their passion or want to live into their passion, even if they've given up hope. How does that help them knowing that principle? Well, a lot of times we can't just drop the job that pays the bills, but what we can do is volunteer. What does volunteer do? You see, when we talk about giving, it's not just of our uh, resources, but what about our other resource of time? I'm talking about money resources. What about our resource of time? Our resource of time, which is much more uh, scarce commodity than money. Anyone can make more money, but you can't get more time. Once your time is ended, that's it. So, and giving of our time, uh, that is also blessed. So if you volunteer and it's in your field of uh, your passion, like I mentioned many times, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind that opportunities will present themselves and give you the opportunity. And when God places you in that situation, he's putting you, he's, it's like taking that piece of puzzle and putting it in the exact slot it needs to. We may not know that when it happens. But as we get there, and it's not just a physical being, it starts to tap into our emotional side, and it draws on us. And then when we touch the lives of others in an impactful way, and we get that response back, then we know inside, this is where I belong. And when that happens, that stressful job that you were in, doesn't seem stressful anymore because you know it's only temporary because good things are about to happen. And then when they do, and then you get over into that area where you know God wanted you to be, you're more thankful, you're more relaxed, you're less stressed, and you're just blessed because of all the joy that has, has occurred in your life. And you're so grateful and thankful that you actually took that step out on faith, knowing that God was leading you the whole way. So saying that, so that's why it's important. Now listen to the story here about adding value more often than we think we should and as much as we should. It says, it is clear that there's a direct relationship between the seeds we sow and the harvest we reap. The amount of value add, the amount of value we add to others determines the possible return. The fewer the seeds, the smaller the harvest, the more seeds, the greater harvest, and it seems obvious. So I have a question for you. Why do so many people sow so few seeds? And why do people not give more generously to others? Okay, here's a story. My friend, James Crocker, a successful entrepreneur, recently shared a story with me. 
He had agreed to be a sponsor for a charity event and had decided along with his wife that the money they gave for sponsorship would be the extent of their contribution. But when they attended the banquet that was part of the event and heard the organization's vision and needs, they decided to give more money to the cause. Later that night, after he got home, James wondered if they had given too much. As he processed this question, he thought about something that had occurred several months before. James and a few of his friends went out on a boat trip to fish for lobsters and had succeeded in getting a massive catch of 125 lobsters. When he got home, he had a freezer full of lobsters, more than enough to last him an entire year. The day after James got home, his friend Jeff dropped by the house and James offered him a lobster. Jeff was delighted. This interaction prompted James to ask himself, who else do I know who might like to have a lobster? James got so excited by the idea of giving friends lobsters that by the end of the week, he had given away 122 of the 125 lobsters, leaving only three for himself. He had such a great time giving, he didn't even mind that his supply had dwindled from enough for a year to enough for a meal. Now listen to this. A few days later, James went into his garage and was assaulted by a terrible stench. He followed his nose to the freezer and opened it to find that the electricity had gone out and his remaining three lobsters had spoiled. As he cleaned up the mess, he felt sorry for himself, but then he remembered all the lobsters he had given away and it gave him great joy. If he hadn't shared his bounty with others, all of it would have been wasted. Kind of reminds you of the story of the harvest and how the uh, guy who harvested the wheat was going to build up more bonds to keep his wheat, only to be told that uh, he would not see the next day. Uh, because uh, his time uh, to be called to death was near. So James applied this lobster lesson to his donation at the charity event, and he was given, he was glad to have given more, and he discovered you don't lose the seed you sow. The only ones wasted are the ones you don't sow. He had embraced the truth of the paradoxical statement. What you keep, you lose. And what you lose, you keep. Which is the title that I gave here. So that lesson being, never feel guilty about your giving. And give more often. And give generously. Don't worry. There's no doubt in my mind the Lord will bless you in ways that you can't imagine. When you think that you've given all you've given and that you have nothing left, you just thank God that for the opportunity to give. And each time you do that, it's a great blessing. It's just like when I gave to the inner city school as a tutor because I was a what we call a geographical bachelor. I was away from my family living in New Orleans while they lived here in 
the Jacksonville area of Florida. And for me to give by tutoring each night, um, underprivileged children in the uh, inner city schools. Little did I know that a month or two later, they would be creating an advertisement in which that I got selected to um, to talk about me and my tutor. And what did I do? I was giving at that point, but I was talking about I had been given so much that it was important to give back. And as a result of giving back and talking about giving back, uh, I was blessed uh, to have been promoted when I had been over uh, passed passed over the year before. And normally what happens, if you understand the military, when you normally don't get picked up that first time, the chance of getting picked up the next time, knowing there's a new group coming behind you that uh, up for promotion, tends to dwindle a little bit. And they tend to wonder, why didn't you get picked up the first time? But uh, that was not my intention. I had not even thought about it. But, you know, God stepped in and, and uh, blessed my life. He didn't have to, but he did it anyways. And I'm so grateful and thankful, and I've gone on to be able to bless other people's lives, uh, being an officer in the military, uh, a senior officer in the military. Um, so the lesson being, yes, uh, we need to add value to others. And not worry about ourselves. Get our eyes off ourselves. Get our eyes on others. And uh, God will do all the blessing. We just need to give, do all the giving. So give freely. Until next time. It's been a pleasure again. And um, yeah, I, I changed the name, if you know, of the group. Because I think it's closer. Winners, power, passion, power. Because we talk about living your passion, which is power, passion, power. And it has tremendous effects on you, positive effects, lower stress, better sleep, uh, and uh, great camaraderie and great gratitude it gives you and tremendous impact that it allows you to make on this world. Not to mention that when you get older, you won't be one of those, of which I've talked to many. I, I've read about uh, some of my mentors who have talked about anytime you talk to older people, they never talk about how much they didn't give. They talked about how much they didn't risk to do more. And you don't want to be at the end being regretful, but grateful. Thank you. Until tomorrow, have a great evening.